Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however... You may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Steve Keim, former Arizona Cardinal GM, smart guy, fun guy, joining us. Albert Breer, too. J-Mac, um, I was watching the Netflix docu-series Quarterback last night again. Really, really like it. You're super into that. I think it's just, unlike Hard Knocks, they talk about the one position I care about. And they go deep into the families, so you really get a, a sense of who the quarterback is, what's he like at home, what's he like at work, what's he like with family. So they really just mm. cut to the chase. They don't waste any time with special teams coaches. Right. And it's just, let's talk quarterbacks. And they get the star, the good guy, and the backup. And uh, so you get three mm. different life experiences. I think it's fantastic. I, 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 I don't mind opening myself up to some scorn on this show. Do you want me to tell you the show I just started watching with my daughter? I don't mind it. It's embarrassing. You're probably going to laugh. It's called The Summer I Turned Pretty. <laughs> it's based on a book. It's on Amazon. Yeah, it's really good. It's like, I'm into the teeny bopper, like Dawson's Creek type shows. Yeah. And uh, now the, all the sports fans are going to mock me, which is fine. But if you want to kind of bond with your daughter, I guarantee you she's watching. You should text her during the commercial. Um, my daughter and I watched the Netflix docu-series Quarterback. That's what we watched. She watches that we, with we you? We break down game film. We're very serious Jeez, about this. Goodness gracious. That's hardcore. <laughs> so my takeaway on that series, uh, especially with Kirk Cousins, yeah. is not only does Kirk have a sense of who he is, everybody around the Vikings gets who he is. So Dak Prescott had a quote today. I know who I am. I'm not going to throw interceptions. I don't doubt that he knows who he is. But does everybody surrounding him know who he is? That's where pressure comes from. 
When you watch the Netflix series, Kirk Cousins is very comfortable being a dad, dressing like a dad, talking like a dad, and everybody in the Vikings organization knows who he is and accepts who he is. In Dallas, it's not that way. The media hypes Dak, the owner hypes Dak, the fans hype Dak, and you know who Dak is? He's Kirk Cousins. I've shown you these stats before. They are literally identical. Completion percentage, passer rating, passing yards, TD interception ratio, same guy. Exact same quarterback. One has a Jordan brand deal, and one has a star on the helmet. The difference is the Vikings know who Kirk Cousins is to the Cowboys. They're the same guy. One's got better marketing. Um, both were fourth-round picks. Neither was a top high school prospect, and both are overachievers. That's why I never believe going into a season it's fair to put pressure on Dak or Kirk Cousins. And I don't believe there's pressure on Kirk Cousins. There's an understanding of what he is. But Dak has to face the burden of an overhyped fan base and overheated media and Jerry Jones. Dak's Kirk Cousins. Good enough to win games. Good enough to win a division. Good enough to win a playoff game. Just not three or four in a row. Um, and so I was thinking this morning, what is pressure at quarterback in the NFL? Who faces real pressure in the NFL? And I don't think it's fair to heap it on guys like Cousins and Dak. And I said that last week and the week before. I think there's five quarterbacks who are going to face unique pressure. Number one is Justin Fields. He's completed 59% of his throws in two years and has the worst record of any starting quarterback in two years, five and 20. Now they got him pieces. Excuses are over. Big market media, they want wins. He's been given all sorts of help now. Get W's. Andrew Luck went 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5 with the worst roster. Get W's. Number two is Tua. They were 8 0 last year when he was standing upright. Three concussions, though, last season. Career in peril if he gets another one. It may be unfair health pressure and safety pressure, but he's playing for a contract. When he's healthy, they're good. Can he stay healthy? At this point, none of us know. Number three is Russell Wilson. Sean Payton's going nowhere. Russell may be going somewhere. He's got to be better. I don't believe he's washed. I think he rebounds. But he's coming off the worst season in his career and appeared reluctant to play the kind of style he needs to to win, which is keep moving, bro. You're very instinctual. Lean into it, not away from it. Number four, and he's already minted, but Aaron Rodgers. It's New York. It's a new team. He's a Hall of Famer. But there's some pressure here. Hard knocks, high expectations, J-Mac guaranteeing a Super Bowl trip. I mean, he's minted, right? We all know. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, it's fine. Joe Montana went to Kansas City, got to the playoffs, didn't win a Super Bowl. Nobody holds it against him. And number five, Matt Stafford, 35 years old, could blame the offensive line, did get the Rams a Super Bowl, but I was told they tried to redo his contract in the offseason. He didn't want to do it. Sean McVay has shown an ability to fall out of love very quickly with even guys capable of getting you to a Super Bowl. So I think Justin Fields, Tua, Russell Wilson, Aaron, and Matt Stafford face real pressure. Dak and Cousins, to me, do not. Because I think they're viewed, if you're fair, as really good quarterbacks, capable of winning a division, capable of winning a playoff game. 
but we we dump all this pressure on Dak every year. Let's go back and look at the numbers. Both fourth-round picks, both two- and three-star prospects out of high school, both overachievers, both have had good coaches, maybe not superstars, and if you look at Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, it's identical, identical. One just has a Jordan brand deal. So I don't ever believe Dak has heat. It's unfair to him and unfair to Kirk. We don't heap any of it on Kirk. Why do we got to heap it on Dak? He's a good B-plus quarterback, great intangibles, good guy, tough, everybody loves him, and certainly capable of getting you to the playoffs. I like that take. I'm happy with it. Ten years running the Arizona Cardinals, three playoff appearances, NFC West title. Steve Kine is joining us. First of all, you look healthy. You look happy. How are things for you? <laughs> Doing great, man. Enjoy the summer and some time off. And uh, looking forward to the football season as we're all listening to your quarterback rankings. And I'm sure there's a lot of variances of opinions, but uh, certainly fun for me to listen to. So Justin Fields is an interesting one because uh, out of college, I think we all thought, "Woo, he's got a whip. He can move. But a lot of people were like, you know, Ohio State, you got the best receivers in the conference, the best left tackle. You know, you go back, throw a drag route, suddenly it's a touchdown against Purdue. Were you a huge Justin Fields guy out of the draft? Uh, you know, when I would say huge, I mean, certainly not in the Mahomes, Tyler Murray in that area, but uh, a guy that I knew had the, the skill set and a tremendous amount of talent. The real question would be is can he put it together consistently at this level, which comes down to a lot of different narratives, which is whether you can read and see coverage, whether you have the ability to process and, and make quick decisions on the move. Obviously, at some point, guys like that, their athleticism, their ability to escape uh, becomes uh, – you know, really just second nature. But at the same time, you got to play within the pocket at times, and it, it's a huge deal. Yeah, no, he is a pocket quarterback right now. To his um, defense, they haven't had a ton, but they got Robert Tanyan now with Cole Komet, Mooney, DJ Moore, Claypool, and they. I think they found a left tackle a couple years ago in the draft. They've got pieces. So uh, the Saquon Barkley deal comes up, and I'd said there's only two running backs in the league that have made more that are currently playing. Christian McCaffrey... And Derrick Henry, I feel he's been fairly compensated. He got drafted early. Um, what do you make of the franchise tag? If you ran the Giants, did that seem reasonable? Did their offer seem reasonable? I did not see their offer, uh, but I do know that uh, after you know having a number of backs that I've dealt with over my time, uh, generally the analytics will tell you that the second contract is not as productive in many regards as the first. You know, you want to try to get the, uh, the the banging out of the way on your first contract. And the second contract, you know, you want to reward the player, but at the same time, you got to be smart about it. And, and generally, history tells us that paying backs is not the most uh, smart decision in the NFL. Yeah. So um, hard knocks with Aaron Rodgers, they pushed back against it. Steve, I've never been a fan. I like the Netflix series where they concentrate on a quarterback every week and they're not intrusive. I don't like hard knocks. I think you're hurting. You're, I think you're hurting people, and the NFL doesn't need more publicity, right? Like they're they're getting plenty of it. When you talk to GMs or yourself, what has been your feeling, especially if you got some chaos in the building? Aaron Rodgers, new guy. What is your feeling about allowing cameras in the building? You, you, and your peers and colleagues, what do they think about it? 
Well, I think from an ownership and an organizational standpoint, um, you know, in some some aspects, it, it's it's good for your brand just because anytime you can have the, for example, the Arizona Cardinals talked about it's it's big nationally for us. But you know, when you're a team like the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Jets, that's in the heart of uh, the Big Apple, basically. It, you know, to me, it takes uh, it takes away a little bit. You know, in terms of the the cameras are always around, and and uh, you know, you put in positions where you have to worry about some of the things that are said confidentially behind the scenes, and whether that's going to make uh, the big screen or not. So, I, I think it can be um, you know a, a, a distraction, but at the same time, uh, it's what the NFL fans want. They want behind the scenes, behind the curtains, and I think it's good for the NFL in some regards. You know, in Arizona, when you were the GM, three of the richest owners in the league were in your division, not yours, uh, right? Paul Allen, uh, Stan Kroenke, maybe the richest, uh, Jed York. And fans all think everybody's playing under the same salary cap, so everybody has the same money. Yeah. That's not true. Stan Kroenke could write checks that the Bidwells couldn't. So you were always, as a GM, sort of working your way uphill. And that's the reality of a lot of GMs I talk to. It's like, you know, you guys think it's all even in the media. It's not. So now we have this point where um, there's some free agents out there that haven't been signed. A couple of nice edge rushers. And there's, you know, there's marginal cap space for these teams. Take me to the light. Like, let's say the Rams right now have a bunch of kids and Aaron Donald on defense. They got a bunch of kids. They're, they're, you know, a lot of these teams got veterans. Dallas has got some guys who have been around San Francisco. In the next eight weeks, up to the trade deadline, so that would be like 12, 12, 8, 12 weeks from today, how does a GM look at adding pieces? Because all of these teams in this league, outside of the Niners, have holes in their they got holes in their roster. How did you sure. view it? Who would you pay for? Who wouldn't you? We just saw DeAndre Hopkins finally land. How did you view it? How do you improve your roster here to the trade deadline? Well, I think uh, two ways of looking at it. You know, anytime you can add a player that, um, uh, you know, can improve your team that's, that's done it before, like a DeAndre Hopkins, obviously to me that you certainly want to uh, take a look at that um, that situation. But at the same time, you know, you have players that have done it before and then maybe come off injuries and different things like that. You know, like a Dwight Freeney, I signed him late in the process, you know, and I was able to add a, a contract that was um, more so uh, on sack incentives and those sort of things. Sure. So you have guys that if you dangle that carrot, it can be a huge win for both sides. Yet at the same time, usually when a guy's still out there, there's a reason. And it generally falls into probably injuries or pay because those guys are expecting a big paycheck to get off the couch. And that's, that's why I always call it a call and I call it couch money. You know, these guys have made so much money in their career. You have to put them in a position to make enough money where it's worth their while. So Kyler Murray came out recently and said, I'm going to be coachable. I'm going to listen. And, um, you know, for the first time in his career, He's got real doubters. I mean, if they if they win two football games and Caleb Williams is available, I would say this now. I would take the new kid. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I, I think I would take Caleb Williams. Kyler, he transferred in college. He didn't want to hear that. Do you think he's made money? Uh, he's a star quarterback. Do you think he can change? Are you concerned going forward for him? Well, you know, I think in terms of quarterback speak, Colin, you know, what he said – um, you know, you don't love it just because of the same point. Uh, when he added the word but in generally behind a positive, the word but does not end in a positive light. So I certainly didn't want to hear that. And nor do fans want to hear a guy 
who's making $46.1 million a year, um, blame anybody but himself. And I'm not saying cut, uh, cut, that he's a, he's a guy that blames people. Yet at the same time, you know, everybody, when you get that, that bag of cash, everybody expects you to take it on your shoulders. And, uh, and that's what a franchise quarterback does. And this is a big year. I would have actually had Kyler in my top five, four guys under pressure. Because if they do have a tough year, he's coming off an injury. And, and also, Colin, you got to understand, um, he's coming off the injury. He's got to prove himself. And then if what happens is what people forecast, which they have the number one pick, they're in a real predicament, just like you said. Yeah. It is interesting. Steve Keim joining us. When you, um, when you go into a season, and, and we were talking earlier about Saquon Barkley and how airline pilots don't make what they used to. Actors may not. Hollywood was bigger in the 70s and 80s. They're streaming in television, which has hurt my business. Everything is changing. Do you see anything in the NFL? Um, you know, I, one of the things that I've noticed, the middle of the football field over the last 10 years because of rule changes feels like it's the offenses. It used to be receivers had no interest going into the middle of the field when I was a kid. <laughs> now that feels like you can exploit that. That's the offensive part of the field that everybody wants to go over the middle of it. Um, this whole running back situation, do you think it turns back eventually? Do you? Th- what are the ba- We see it in baseball with analytics. Basketball, now you got to shoot threes. When you were GM, what were the changes you were noticing that were affecting draft day, free agency, and changes? Yeah, you know, I think I think Colin, I think that the back situation is a big one. You know, early on in my career, the the, the backs were drafted so high, and and there was so much put on their shoulders. Now, I mean, you can have success as long as you have a really good schematical approach and you run the football um, with determination, and you obviously put it, an emphasis on it. You can have success with we've seen guys who are very solid third, fourth round picks. Um, so I don't know that that's ever going to change, especially when you also look at the lifespan of the, the running back in the NFL. You know, when you get to 28, 29 years old, you're starting to look, look at an older player. So that is a real concern. Uh, I also think that there's been much more uh, emphasis put on the third corner, which is your nickel. Yeah. Those guys are on the field 70%, 70% or more. So you have to look at that as well. There, there's just a lot, a lot of different things now with corners and inside players in the secondary, but there's just not enough of them to basically not only um, combat the rule changes, but as well the talent that's on the off- offensive side of the football. Yeah, it does feel like kids usually start changes culturally, and I've noticed it in Southern California. There's hundreds of receivers and quarterbacks. Nobody wants to be a running back. You, you, even in the state of California, you got about three great high school running backs a year and 35 wide receivers. <laughs> you told me this one time. This was a teaching moment. You told me uh, when we met years ago, it's very easy to find a third solid receiver. It's virtually impossible to find a third great corner. It's really hard. Right. And there's guys that are going 16, 17 in the first round that are third corners. You know, so that is the real emphasis, and uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon, especially with the uh, the success of the seven on seven game and and the way these kids are raised now. I mean, I just think everybody wants to be playmakers, <laughs> and you really and, and and I don't think the old adage hasn't changed. If you can't catch, you're going to defense. <laughs> that sounds so harsh, but it's so true. Uh, Steve yeah. Steve Kime will talk very very soon. Steve, thank you. Thanks, my friend. Talk all, to you soon. All right, Steve Kime. Yeah, if you can't catch J-Mac, you go on defense. <laughs> That's kind of the rule. And also, when you're a youth sports football player, 
the best athlete is quarterback, right? Because he can just run around and make plays. Not years ago. No. But now it is, and then when you find out they can't throw, they move to wide receiver. They're the best athlete. They can go up and get it. Yak. So we're not going to be at a deficiency for receivers. But running back... Well, it's it's interesting what's happening. So we went through this a little bit where we had pocket quarterbacks. And then Big Ben, Cam come in, and you're like, oh, they can throw and they can run around. But what you're finding, even with the big physical quarterbacks, Cam and Big Ben... After about five years of taking hits, they aged fast. Cam aged fast. Ben aged fast. That's why I worry about Josh Allen. He's running over linebackers now. Justin Herbert sometimes will put his shoulder down. It's like, Justin, Andrew Luck ran over people. Big kid. Yeah. Big Ben ran over people. Cam ran over people. Like, the way to do it in last was, is Mahomes? Yes. Is uh, Aaron Rodgers early, Russell Wilson, move around? The ability to escape, but you don't want your quarterback running people no, over. Like Lamar, that looks cool, but you don't want that. That's Lamar not took a couple of shots on the sidelines his first couple of years. I'm like, I know everybody loves the running part. Yeah. He's got to figure out how to slide. By the way, Kyler Murray, baseball player, slides. Russell Wilson, baseball player, slides. Like the, the 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 way Josh Allen, not a big b- baseball player, yeah. more of a basketball guy, right. doesn't slide, runs over people. So I it, it, we go through this dynamic pocket guy to mobile guy. Now it's like okay, mobile guy's great, but Jalen Hurts now is so good in the pocket, I don't want him running as much. Like I'll give you three years. Mahomes admitted year three, the light went on, like everything clicks. So Jalen Hurts now, I love the running. Now he's good enough in the pocket. I don't want to see him run as much. Yeah. I think we both agree. Lamar's gotten better in the pocket. I want him running less. I running gets you three years for the it's hard. It takes guys yeah. a lot. Aaron Rodgers was lucky. He got to sit on the bench for three years. It is hard to figure even the smartest guys. So it's like running gets you three years of playmaking. But by year four, like Jalen Hurts now. I don't want to see. I want yeah. to see significantly less running. You know who else? Kind of an underrated runner, Joe Burrow. Like he's yes. not looking to run, but he his moves. escapability and he can motor. Like that's a huge asset. That's the sweet spot, right? Burrow and Mahomes, and you know who has that? The kid at USC, Caleb Williams. Like yes. he can escape anything. I mean that Utah game. I think I was texting you during that that Utah game. Shit, he was unbelievable yeah. in that game. I think you put it perfectly. The sweet spot is mobility. And the ability to avoid hits, Mahomes has done that. Yeah, is is it? It's you got to keep the defense honest. I mean, like, even Josh, I'm going to run if you're going to give me the. I'm going to I'm going to get eight, ten yards in a heartbeat. I've been on this for two years, even with Josh Allen. I'm watching Big Ben. I'm watching Cam. Like I don't care how big you are, six six two fifty. I don't care. Josh Allen in about two years, you're going to be like, you know. And I understand it. It's like if you were a high school baseball pitcher and you got everybody out with your fastball, would you develop a curve? And then you go to college, and you get everybody out with your fastball. You probably don't have a great curve. When you're Josh Allen and can run around and run over people in high school and college, and even in the NFL, I could understand the psychology of, yeah, I'm going to skip film session today. Like Brady had to. Manning had to. Many of the guys that are film junkies are guys that had to be great pocket quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, if you watch him, he's addicted to it. Well, he has to be. 
But you know, I, I mean, I, if I was Josh Allen or Mahomes, I'd be like, I could skip an occasional film session yeah. and go out and have dinner because I can make stuff happen. In, I the under, N- yeah. Yeah. In the NBA, Westbrook never really developed a three. Iverson never really developed a three. You can't win on your athleticism forever. It doesn't work. Blake Griffin is the one who did pivot to start to shoot threes, yeah. and I think he was super valuable in Detroit and extended yeah. his career. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I do get the psychology. You're, you, view, you view yourself as sort of bulletproof until you're like 27. John Morant is the next guy to watch. We'll we'll see. He's not a shooter. He, no, I mean, but, I know he's had games. I but. know, but it's interesting. When I watch John Morant, Derek Rose always had a weird spin. Like I didn't like the way the shot looked. Same with Westbrook. It looks Russell's yoked, so it always feels tight. John Morant should be able to shoot. It's a beautiful jump shot. Like I, you know, like when you watch certain guys. Like I just didn't like the way the ball came out of Derrick Rose's hands. Westbrook is so physically strong that he looks like a running back. That it feels kind of rigid. He's not real fluid. He's just super athletic. John Morant should be able to shoot. It looks pretty. Hey, De'Aaron Fox, by the way, we saw so, all of a sudden he can shoot. Three, oh yeah, yeah. He but really again, emerging. He he isn't overly muscular. He's highly fluid. Yeah. De'Aaron's a very fluid, flexible athlete. He's sort of long and sinewy. I always think one of the Westbrook issues is the dude is yoked. How many yoked quarterbacks have you seen in your life? Somebody told me this years ago. Like it was the Will Levis issue. Like where they take off their find, shirt and they're shredded. Find a quarterback with abs, and I'll find you a disappointing quarterback. Oh, I just find one. Seems a little one. harsh. Give I'm sorry. One. I'm not going to Google quarterbacks with abs. I don't <laughs> want that on my my history. No, uh, it's like you you. By the way. What you want is a fluid athlete that can kind of, like Mahomes is perfect. He can just kind of move and escape and sidearm and left-handed. You see these guys that come out. Will Levis is like jacked. Ever go to a weight room in high school, college, and the jacked guy? Give him a basketball and tell him to shoot jumpers and see how ridiculous it looks. Well, you know, as a guy who, no, I'm not going to go there. Uh, I was going to say no, I'm I mean, jacked go, and I can shoot, but I'm not room. jacked. I need to get. Find the guy with traps this big. Give him a basketball. Say, shoot a jumper. It's not natural when you're that That's small. right. You want to no. be fluid. De'Aaron Fox is fluid looking. He's a fluid no. athlete. This is the stuff that keeps me up at night. This, this, all this stuff. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. 
and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. We did James Harden uh, in the first hour, but there's a little bit more of a breakdown now, Colin. Um, so it's been a little over two weeks since he opted into his $35 million player option with the Sixers. Um, and it's been reported his desires to play elsewhere, where Shams Sharania of The Athletic is reporting that Harden's relationship with Daryl Morey has been fractured. Shams mentioned that part of Harden's frustration has been the lack of a long-term deal, despite oh. agreeing to a pay cut last year. Maury went back on his word. So it what? is looking. You know what? Players go back on their word. He's quit. He oh, got out of shape. No. He got out of his. And by the way, he's many times hasn't lived up to his contract. Oh, you thought he lived up to in Houston where he just pouted and got heavy? Then he went down to. Uh, <laughs> pouted I mean, and got heavy. I mean, literally. He, Listen, no, no, no. That, 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 I get it's that. Not, the players don't always get a win. These are businesses. This is the. Uh, yes. But there is a, a bit of an issue here. You lose Harden, and I think oh, you lose God. Embiid. You You're going to lose Embiid. Oh, God. You're overvaluing James Harden. You do, Kate, you do realize Embiid, Maxi, Tobias Harris is a playoff team. What you, of course they're a playoff team. They just well, they well, just choked in game six okay, and seven last year. Remember? Right. Yeah. So what were they last year with Harden's nonsense? <coughs> just a playoff team. Uh, you, you you have elevated. I, I don't understand this. Well, now I'm a James Harden guy. I love no, 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 this. no. I love I'll, this. I'll, li- I'll, I'll listen to your Jay- Jason Tatum love because he's great. He's a great kid. Both ends committed. This idea, I, I don't even read James Harden stories anymore. I didn't like him initially. Then I defended him because he did start to elevate others with assists. But we know what he is now. He's not a he's not a May player. If you're not delivering in May and June consistently, I'm out. I'll pay the big money for that stuff. I'll pay Tatum because he mostly does. Giannis, yo, Jamal Murray now, Booker. You got it. You got to deliver I don't like, in May. So I love our discussions. How we go back and forth. We're not. There's none of this is manufactured. But I don't like how I'm suddenly being painted as a hardened guy. I'm not a hardened guy. But I'm saying the problem in Philly is if you lose Harden. Embiid is going to look around and be like, I'm not doing this How do you without know? a wingman. How do you know? Well, why would he stick around? He just won the MVP, and they got to Game 7 against the Celtics. They lose. They haven't been to the conference finals with Embiid. They've tried Ben Simmons. Um, they had Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like They've tried everything. At some point, Embiid is going to be like Kevin Durant and LeBron and say, yo, I think I had a good run here. I'm out. Trade uh, me. Okay. Well, then trade him and get stuff. It's not the end of the world. But the, the idea that okay. Embiid is looking at Harden way past his prime, who who no-showed in the biggest postseason games and going, he's leaving, we're doomed. No uh, by the way, Maxi is ascending as a player. Tobias Harris as, is as reliable as, as, as morning coffee. 
Embiid's your star. By the way, how do you know Embiid didn't like sharing the spotlight? Cal Horton's going to come in in a Tobias Harris jersey tomorrow. How, I mean, how, you love this guy all of a sudden. How, I've supported him for years. Oh the Clippers thought it paid him like he was going to be a, a two or a three, and he's more of a three. He's a very good three. But my point is, how do you know Embiid wanted to share the spotlight with Harden? Now it's his team, a young ascending star, a reliable other guy, that's a really good basketball team. I think they're fine without Harden. Yeah. If I could get, let's say I get Norman Powell. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Fire up the parade route. Okay. I mean, Norman Powell. Here we go. He actually plays defense. I like him. I like Norman Powell. Why don't you give me Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, you get Harden. I'd do it in a second. Goodness. I don't Maury. know if the contracts line so up. So I was looking at my phone for the last time Maury replied to a text. It's been a while, let's just say. There's nothing in Maury's DNA that says he will trade for well, you you know know what? People decent change. players. People change. You're changing on me right now. I feel like this is not the same column that I know. I... Okay, let's just move on. Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Tobias Harris, Maxi Embiid. I'll see you in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh! <laughs> that, that, am I wrong, Ryan? Ryan's looking at the, the numbers. Does Ryan's it make looking sense? At the... I don't know if it works out financially. But between Tobias Harris and Norman Powell. Oh, yeah. They got the, Tobias the, the, Harris. The, the, he is the missing link. Denver Nuggets proved to us you need pieces. Gordon, defensive player fit. Jamal Murray became more of a, a distributor and a scorer. The Nuggets and the Bucks have proven if you've got the star, find players that can elevate him or help his greatest gifts. LeBron's always been better, surrounded by shooters. Embiid's like, hey, I need young ascending guys who stay healthy because I'm aging and get hurt. Do young guys win titles? I forgot. LeBron said uh, no. When surrounded by, by the way, when surrounded by great older players, yes. Mm, interesting. Okay, uh, let's go. All to the, the Nuggets' best players under thirty. Let's go. Let's go to the next story. Uh, you talked about running backs earlier. I'm kind of fascinated by this story. It, maybe it's just because it's in July. But ESPN recently surveyed league executives, scouts, coaches, and players on their top 10 running backs in the NFL. Cleveland's Nick Chubb was on top, followed by C-Mac. Yeah. Followed by Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, who are not currently signed. Yeah. Derrick Henry, 5. JT, 6. Yeah. Kamara, 7. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, uh, he's not signed. Eight. And Tony Pollard, That's who... Is allegedly going to get so tagged. Three of them are getting the tag. That's and fair. Eckler is ten. Uh, any any major grief with this list? Like Josh no. Jacobs. Hey, by the way, remember that Raiders Seahawks game last year? Jacobs won the game for them in overtime. He was unbelievable. Like Jacobs. Is really I, good. I know they think quarterbacks are worth the only guys worth wins, but I'm telling, just telling you, you remove Jacobs from the Raiders this year. Let's just say he sits out. They're going to be like four or five wins. They will have no offense. And as we talked about yesterday, there is a right time to be bad because I love Jacobs too. Yeah, this could but work in their favor. They, the, the Raiders' first pick next year in the draft will be a quarterback. Uh, will Josh McDaniels be coaching that guy? I don't know, but it will be a quarterback. So not paying Jacobs and getting tied to it or, or moving him is not, and I think Jacobs <laughs> is tremendous. It's he, not he crazy. beast. So Jacobs... Devontae Adams and Jacobs, both very unhappy right now. Remember, Devontae Adams was like, I don't know what's going on here. This quarterback situation. There were some stats last year. Garoppolo wasn't throwing bombs down the field to the Niners. Shanahan was all like short stuff with Garoppolo. Devontae Adams is a throw me the ball deep. Aaron Rodgers. Like, with no offensive line, Garoppolo's arm. I'm just saying, this Devontae Adams thing bears watching. Like, 
The wheels could come off. You, you, you signing Devontae Adams? Are you going after him via trade? Well, I, I'm not giving up Devontae Adams for anything. But I, I do think you can argue. Steve Keim just told us, second contracts for running backs don't generally work. Not Fran- Just saying we're not going to do a long-term deal. If he sits or you trade him, they're not a very good team. Why, why can't you do a two plus one? What's wrong with that? That's not long-term. I don't think that's terrible, but is he willing to take well, a it's two better plus? better than a, a franchise well, tag of 10. Well, what I'm saying is I think Jacobs wants the bag, which the media is fascinated with saying all the time. <laughs> he wants the bag, and the Raiders are like, we'll give you two plus one feels reasonable to me. Yeah, I, I guess. I was going to make a – no, I'm not going to do that. All right, let's get to the final story. Allen Robinson, remember that guy? Yeah. What, last summer, he was the talk of the town. Going to the Rams, we thought he'd be awesome. Uh, hopefully he can get his career back on track. He's 29 years old, and he joins a young offensive core in Pittsburgh. By the way, that Steelers take I had about how they're going places, a lot of people hit me up about this Steelers team. You like them as well, right? Well, yeah, but I missed on Allen Robinson. I really liked him. I thought he was going to be excellent for the Rams. He couldn't get open. Well, as a two, not great. Opposite Cooper Cup. What Uh, about a three now? He looked like a four last year. Like, he couldn't get open. Like, And I mean... They were desperate for him, and he couldn't get open. Okay, so Robinson talked about the balance he brings to the Steelers' skill positions. When you kind of look at some of the some of the weapons that we have, you know, I think that we're in a in a position, you know, to be a well-rounded offensive group with a lot of young talent that isn't so young anymore, and also some vets. That's really when you see some offenses, yeah. you know, start to take that next step. You know, we have we have a lot of guys across the board, you know, who can who can make plays, you know, and and especially you know on on third down when you look at red zone, when you look at creating explosive plays. You know, you have you have guys to be able to you know bring some of that to the to the table at each and every situation. Yeah, I th- I thought he was going to be a big hit. I don't know. No, Kenny Pickett's going to be throwing to Deontay Johnson, who we like a lot. He's good. George Pickens, a kid from uh, Georgia, I believe, who showed a lot of promise. So Robinson would be the three. Also, they have a great tight end. Well, they have two now, with Fryermouth is the guy who's very good. And then they picked up Darnell Washington from Georgia in yeah, the draft. I think he's more of a blocker. He is, yeah. uh, but he's also 6'7", a red zone threat. I'm just saying, they got running back depth, no, Harris, I, I Jalen Warren. Anthony McFarland is explosive. I, I will argue this all day. They have a top five roster in the league. I think their um, roster's loaded. I, except for corner, I like it everywhere. I think their O-lines could be an OC problem, not a talent problem. Well, I, I want to see this kid, Broderick Jones. Uh, interesting, I keep Supposed naming guys from good. Georgia. A lot of Georgia players on well, the Pittsburgh team roster. How'd that work out for uh, Philly? Kind of kind of good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers team, I don't know if I'm ready to call them my team of destiny yet this year. But they're like, definitely on the short list. I like them the, a their, lot. Their roster is really The problem is the division, man. Ravens, oh, that doesn't mean Bengals, Browns. We were calling the Rams division the best in football a couple Two years, years ago, ago. and they won a Super Bowl. Remember that? I think division stuff. I mean, by the way, okay, fine. Let me, uh, forget division. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun uh, Watson, three of the top fifteen quarterbacks in the league, maybe top twelve. You're out on Watson, huh? Not a big fan. Character issues. Oh, put that behind him. Oh, come on. That he was, has it? That wasn't a speeding ticket. That was bad. It was also like three years ago. He's, he, uh, do we not give guys second I, chances anymore? Come well, on. I, I don't give 24th chances. I don't know. That, there's something. They're, 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 uh, sometimes it's a bridge too far. I'm like out on him. I, I, I'm out. It's, by the way, I have a right. I can separate Certainly. art from art artists. Art. Yeah, yeah, My whole can. life I've done that. 
Bridge too far. Okay, if I put on a Michael Jackson song as bumper music here, will you be like, Jay, stop. I'm out on that. I don't run the bumper music, by the way. Well, I didn't know anything while he was a star. Now, it is a creepier thing for me. Yeah, I'm not as... I mean, it's okay. But but I didn't know that during the time. Right. There's just... There is... There's something about the word creepy. Like, I've been around people that are argumentative and combative. Not and like me. Difficult. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but there is a word that I just disengaged from. It was and that bad. Word is creepy. It was extremely bad and creepy. Yeah, and- Deshaun's a little creepy for me. And I, he probably has people that have watched the show, but, you know, that situation he was in was not like a jaywalking ticket or like one really bad decision. It was a pattern well, the- of very, very inappropriate behavior. Extremely inappropriate. The problem is, is, is that he had, like, his high school career, college career, like, was unblemished. There was nothing that came out of it. It was just this weird, yeah. like, three-year massage. I don't I- want my quarterbacks to be weird. You can be prickly. You can be combative. You can be competitive. I don't like that word for quarterback. Hey, ben Roethlisberger had it. Like a lot of guys have I, had. I don't know. But I am not. There are moments people make mistakes. This was a repeated over cycle. over multiple let's hope years. He's, let's hope he's past it. Yeah. All right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line and, and News. I am a very forgiving soul, but there are bridges. Too far, right? To gain visibility and control over your financials, e-commerce, inventory, and more, take advantage. Special financing offer. Best NetSuite's ever offered in 22 years. NetSuite by Oracle. Go to netsuite.com slash herd. Want more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 
1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles. Always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store... Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold will be the two quarterbacks who will play for the Niners, and Trey Lance, nice young kid, talented, been hurt, raw, probably gets moved for a draft pick or doesn't play. Kyle Juszczyk's a very good player, tight end, fullback guy for the 49ers, talking with my good buddy John Middlecoff this week about Lance and his future and him as a player. Trey is beloved in our locker room. Like, everybody loves Trey. Like, the dude really does work his ass off. He's super personable. Like, he is a very well-liked guy. So, for whatever reason that he wasn't at the basketball game, it's not because we don't like him. Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Marcus Mariota, also great guys. One of the things I like about pro sports, win and you're in the club. It's all matters. Aaron Rodgers can be prickly. Favre threatened retirement. Peyton Manning's intense. Brady yelled at people. They won a lot. Who said he wasn't a nice guy? The Niners roster is too good to be patient. Brock Purdy, 8-0 and healthy. Darnold, we'll see. But the whole win thing, I love about sports that society's got a safety net. Sports doesn't. Win and you're in the club. That's all that matters. Oklahoma's got a football coach, Brett Venables. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm always concerned when a coach has a specialty, offense or defense, and that side of the ball struggles. Oklahoma's defense was awful last year. That's Venables' specialty. Say what you want about Lincoln Riley. He got the offense right at USC First practice, first day. So Venables was talking about Deion Sanders, who's walked into the Colorado program and essentially blown it up, gotten rid of kids. And Venables says, that's not our style at Oklahoma. 
guys 12 months of grace. And I was unlike Dion. I gave guys 12 months of grace to figure it out. Here's the three. You know, go to class, you know, live right off the field. And when you show up over here, man, you show up with respect and appreciation for your opportunity. And if you go 0 for 3 for 12 months, you need a fresh start. So we help 21 guys, you know, give or take, you know, find a, you know, a fresh start. That sounds more graceful and tactful. But when Lincoln Riley got the USC job, I was told he identified, along with his staff, 30 guys they thought could play. They had to get rid of 45 guys. And they did it mostly quickly. There's a lot of different ways to do it. I've seen CEOs go into companies, not waste any time, hurt some feelings, and move on. Hey, Saban's harsh. Brian Kelly's harsh. Kirby Smart's harsh. It works in college football. I'm not sure if the way Dion's doing it is the right way, but I know this for Brett Venables. If they don't win 10 games, he's in trouble. Can you give players 12 months? I don't know if you can. Oklahoma has a history. They win a lot every year. A lot every year annually. I don't know if Dion's way is the right way. It's not as graceful. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Hour three next. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.